0: Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to my podcast, Fast Forward Mindset Motivational Podcast. And just in case you didn't know, I'm your host, Coach James. On my podcast, I will give you the recipe to a brand new life by intentionally rewiring the way you think. And the way you think is everything. Good morning. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. Today's the big day. So I don't know if you got a team of choice that you're picking to win, but I'm gonna go with the old San Francisco boys. Yes, I'm going with Sam Fran. I guess I'm just tired of seeing Patrick Mahomes and, and, and the, the the Travis Kelsey show. It's kinda old now. It's like it's like reruns now. <laughs> reruns of growing pains. <laughs> I'm tired of seeing it. <laughs> but, but anyway. Just want to say, whoever your team is, good luck to you today. off they pull it off. So, y'all, in 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 the spirit of Black History Month this month, I want to ta- take my hat off and congratulate and salute all the entre African American entrepreneurs, CEOs, business people, um, uh, people who are in corporate America that are at the top of the the chain. And and, uh, it's not easy being an African-American holding a a, a leadership title. Now, I'm not saying it's easy for anyone. I'm not saying that, but please don't judge me. Just hear what I'm saying, okay? Don't hear what I'm not saying. But I want to take my hat off and congratulate and salute them because when you're an African-American and you are a a a leader that holds a higher title whether it's ceo entrepreneur or whatever the self-doubt can be so overwhelming because we have to get up every single morning and face the fact that people might not accept us because of what we look like and what we sound like sometimes the struggle is real Not the fact that we're not being accepted, but if your mind is telling you something, guess what? Sometimes it becomes a reality because your mind keeps telling you stuff. So congratulations and salute to uh, all the entrepreneurs, CEOs, African-Americans. Like I said, in light of Black History Month, congratulations. So y'all, it's not easy for me to have a podcast because there's always self-doubt for me when I look in the mirror is people gonna take me serious are they gonna want to listen to me do I got good content does my material sound right are people not gonna listen to me because I'm African-American and so all these things go through my mind and every time I'm getting ready to record a podcast I've got to fight the demons in my mind that's telling me I'm not worthy so the struggle can definitely be real, but back to today's episode, so today, I wanted to pick back up where I left off at, yesterday's episode was called Accepting Love, and I wanted to come back today to give you Accepting Love Part 2, because I I really, really want to make sure that I give you all the information you need when it comes to love. Like I said, 37% of marriages end in divorce today. That's a very high rate. Well, my goal is to help save some marriages and save relationships by providing you some information that you could take back to your husband, your wife, your significant other, and say, hey, I really want my relationship to work with you. Let's talk about these things that really matter and are important for a relationship to, to overcome negativity, to overcome anything, to continue to be together. A relationship is hard. I, I've been married, like I said, y'all for 10 years. I've been with my wife for 15, almost 16 years. And we have definitely had our struggles. And I'll tell you one thing I will say as me being a man, a man, go figure, right? <laughs> I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm a kid. I'm a ten. But, but for a man to be able to stay educated with who his wife is can be a struggle because women are evolving and changing every single day. And I don't know if you know who Life Jenny's is, but he made this song and it's called It's Like College. And he's referring the song to women to say that they're like college. You got to study them every day because they change. And one part of the song he calls out what his wife likes. She likes fish and corn, right? He calls out all these things that he knows about her, but he's also sharing in the song how she changes all the time. And as a guy to for you to be able to stick with that. And so men, yes, it is a little bit harder for us, but it's no excuse for you not to love your wife or the woman you with as she should be loved. I'm not going to put any barriers up with that and say, because of this. Because, man, if you really love the woman you're with, you'll spend time to get to know who she is. It's my blanket statement. And that's true. But as I pick back up where I left off yesterday with accepting love, I struggled for a very long time with accepting love. Because again, as I told you all yesterday, we talked about the the five love languages. And if you don't know what those are, you ain't going to listen to yesterday's podcast. I'm not going to repeat them again today. <laughs> but but there are five love languages, right? And then we talked about we talked about the three love types that I put together. So I am a giver of, let me just talk about what that was. So the three love types of giver of love, a receiver of love, and people who don't know what love is. I express that I am a giver of love so I like to give love out but when someone gives it back to me it's hard for me to receive it because me being a giver of love I'm asking myself why can't you give the amount of love that I give you right and everybody gives love different everybody receives love different and this is why communication is very important in a relationship. Because you've got to ask the important questions. Yes, it's that question you asked with that deep swallow. Do I really want to know the answer? If you want your relationship to work, you got to know the answer. Let me just say that. So I'm a giver of love. And because I'm a giver of love, I have a hard time receiving it. And when I do receive it, my question is sometimes, why can't you give me love the way I give you love? My wife is a receiver of love. She loved for me to 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 do things for her in a manner of love, right? And I'm sure I'm sure for her, she's like, okay, she's a receiver of love. She has a hard time giving love back. No, I'm not saying my wife does not give me love, but I'm just saying her struggle is giving love because she's not a giver of love. She's a receiver of love. And that's really what it is. You have people that are different in relationship now someone sent me a question yesterday asking me coach james can there be two givers of love in a relationship yes you can can there be two receiver loves yes there could be two receiver loves in a relationship it could happen but at some point both of you one of you have got to be the giver and one of you have to be the receiver or you get on the same page and understand each other's love language it's really what it comes down to but i wanted to, to, to throw some different things at you today Because I wanted you to be able to have something to chew on. Some food for thought. And I want you to get a piece of paper and a pen. Because I want you to write these questions down. I want you to ask your husband, your wife, your significant other these questions. And hey, if you're really serious about having a great relationship that works, you would really ask your partner these questions. Right? Because I hear a lot of people say, well, I really want a good relationship. Do you do the things that people do to have a good relationship? Do you put the time in to have a good relationship? Everybody wants cold water, but not everybody wants to drink it, right? And that's what this is, a relationship. Everyone wants a great relationship, but sometimes they don't want to drink the water that comes along with it. They don't want to do the duty. And I'm here to tell you, if you're not putting time in your relationship, at some point, it's going to fail. And when it does, it's going to hurt. I don't care how much you say you don't love someone, you're just there for the kids. When there's a divorce or when there's a breakup, it's still going to hurt no matter what. Just as bad if you were married. And that's true. So here's some questions that you want to ask your partner first of all ask them what is their label they love their love language that's important right and if someone gives you three different love languages i don't i don't even know what to say about that i'm not a psychologist they probably need to talk to somebody (laughs) i don't know i'm not being critical or laughing but if you have three different love languages that's a lot for one person to try to meet let alone just meeting the one love language that you have so you need to you need to bring it down to one it really, really fits you. And as a woman, it may change for you. I know how it goes, women. Yours may change. But you gotta openly share that with your husband or your significant other and say, hey, my love language these days isn't anymore acts of kindness, acts of service. My love language today is quality time, right? You've gotta share this openly. Because again, no one's a mind reader. So openly share that information when it changes. You know when it changes. You just gotta tell us when it changes. (laughs) So question number one, what's your love language? Question number two, what does love mean to you? This is very, very important. This is an important question because if your partner can't answer this question, that means they don't know what love is. They don't understand the structure. They don't understand the patterns of love, the shapes, the sizes. And that's important. But at least if you ask that question and they say they don't know, at least you know my husband never been loved before or doesn't know how or what love is. Right? Man, my wife couldn't answer that question. She's probably been hurt before. And because she's been hurt before, she don't really know what a true meaning of love is. Now guess what you have to do? Your job is to show them what love means. That means you call out and say, this is what love means. Don't be a jerk about it. Just really take action and show them what love means. And if they they don't know what love means to them, explain to you what love means to you. Maybe they'll take your patterns of love and say, you know what? I like your point. This is what love means to me now because you share yours. So question number two was, what does love mean to you? And let me just say this when you ask these questions, please sit in an open body position. Don't have a hostile position. Make eye contact. Look at them. Let them know you're listening. A few mm hmm here and there. Let them know because these questions are important. I'll say it again if you want your relationship to work, you do it. Okay. So the next questions Uh, we talked about this yesterday. Are you a giver of love? A giver is someone who gives love all the time. I'm a giver of love. Let me tell you, let me give you an example of what a giver of love means. For people around me that I love, I am willing to see them be more happier than to see myself. So I will give them my time. I will give them my car. I will give them whatever they need for me to be able to prove to them that I love them. That's to try to, the guy that I am. Now, sometimes I feel like I'm too much of a giver of love. I do too much. Way too much. But that's how I give love, right? So someone who's a giver of love, like my wife, for example, can you give me a glass of water? Can you grab me coffee? Can you give me some watermelon? Whatever it is because she asked me and i'm gonna give her love i'm gonna get up and give it get give it to her or receive her love it's my wife like i expressed let me give us examples and i just explained them but a receiver love is saying hey babe can you grab me some water can you make me one of those drinks that you make that i like can you go to the store and get me hot fries (laughs) can you go to dairy queen and get me a blizzard and me being a giver, I'm saying, yes, I'll go get these things for you, wife. So that's a receiver of love. Someone who asks their significant other or their husband and wife to do things for them. You do it for them. Now they are receiving your love. I'm hoping my examples are resonating with you. Okay. And if you don't know whether you're a giver or a receiver of love, just keep loving and you'll figure it out. Okay. And for my... The, so first I said, write down, are you a giver of love or receiver of love? Number three, like I said yesterday, you don't know what love is. Some of you truly and honestly don't know what love is. You don't know how to give it. You don't know how to receive it. You don't know what it feels like. You don't know if it gives you the eebie-jeebies. You don't know if it makes your stomach turns. It gives you butterflies. It's funny because people refer to love as is, is that. I heard people say, how do you know when you're in love? Because the person, when you think about it, you get butterflies. And I remember getting butterflies in my stomach when I first met my wife. So I don't know if that really means that you love somebody because that butterfly sensation goes away as well as the honeymoon stage, all that stuff goes away. But that's what people used to say is how do you know you in love? So for those who don't know who love is, I figure that a couple things, either you've never been loved by anybody your love has been taken advantage of or you've been hurt. That's plain and simple. I I feel like guys struggle a lot with this because some of us take sex and we say that's love. Good sex, that's love. Great sex, that's love. Amazing sex, that's love. She does this for me, oh, that's love, right? sex is not everything it took me 45 years to realize that yes sex is a great feeling for men it comes with pride right some of us to know that they can have sex with a woman that's pride right they get off on that but sex is not everything in a relationship it's a bonus I know some of you fellas like you sound like one of the girls, James. I know, I know, I know. Just keep standing in relationship and you'll get to where I am. All right. Next question is: how do you how do you feel loved? This is a very important question to ask someone. How do you feel loved? Ask that question, be quiet, make contact. eye contact, open body position, arms not crossed, and let them tell you how they feel loved. Next question is. Do you feel loved by me? And if your partner says no, don't jump out of your seat. Don't get upset. Don't lose it. It's okay. Because the person you with might not feel loved by you at the moment. That's why these questions are important. Right? The biggest thing struggle with love is a lot of us struggle with love because We've been abandoned by a parent. Do you know what it feels like to be abandoned by a parent? For a person who has to deal with that and carry that every single day, that causes this thing called abandonment issues. And you start thinking, if my parents left, the person who said they love me is going to leave one day. So in reality, how can you love be a giver of love and receive love and you deal with abandonment issues from a parent. Now, am I saying you can't overcome that? Not at all. Don't hear what I'm not saying. You can definitely overcome that if you want to, but you got to be willing to overcome that. Broken trust. Some of us have been lied to. Some of us have been cheated on. I know I've been cheated on and I've cheated on somebody. It's not a good feeling either way. But when that happens, it makes you question in the next relationship, is this person going to do the same thing to me? And so you walk around scarred. And because you scarred, you don't want to be a giver of love or you don't know how to receive love. These are issues we all deal with internally. But the great thing about these issues is that you can overcome them. You just got to be willing to put in the work to overcome them. You got to be willing to put in the relationship work. Some of us have been betrayed by someone in the relationship, by parents, by family. And because we've been betrayed, we feel like that was someone that we really loved. Guess what? We don't want to do anymore. We don't want to give or receive love because we have fear and afraid that betrayal is going to happen again. What do psychologists say about love? Start with self-acceptance and try accepting others. That means that if you're in, a, if you are in a relationship, you have to accept yourself first. And then you can try to accept others. Let's be honest, some of you don't accept the person you're with. You think there's someone out there better for you, and it's not. I got a rule, y'all. This is my rule. If the person you're with in the relationship is not cheating and beating on you, you gotta make it work. Let me say that again. If they're not cheating and beating on you, try to make it work. If they are doing those things, pack up your bags today and leave. You got permission for me to leave. Receiving love is often connected to one's self-image and ability to love themselves in a healthy manner. Some of you don't love yourself healthy enough in a healthy manner. Some of you hate what you see in the mirror. Some of you don't like the image that you see of your body. And when you carry that around, how can you love someone else? Because if you can't love yourself, you can't have any self-acceptance. How do you accept someone else and their body image issues? You can't. So you have to love yourself in a healthy manner. Self affirmations will help you with that. Looking in the mirror, telling yourself you're beautiful. Looking in the mirror, telling yourself you're worthy of love and you should be loved. Do these small things and that helps you overcome the self acceptance. and also helps you start thinking about yourself in a healthy mindset in a healthy life in a healthy manner and if you struggle because you think you're ugly I did the podcast because I struggle with that And the podcast called the podcast is called why am I so ugly I recorded it on January 27th this year 2024 go check that podcast out it's going to give you some different things you can do to help you overcome the word ugly if you feel ugly well, y'all, it's been fun. It's been nice. But I got to go because the Super Bowl is coming on today. Few announcements though before I leave. Don't forget, I got my $30, my 30-minute, 30 $50 consultation. If you want to sit down and have a, a talk to me, we can talk through Zoom. We can, well, we can meet up if you're local. We can get on the phone. We can text or whatever. But I can give you 30 minutes of my time for $50 for 30-minute segment. We can go longer but it's going to be another additional $50, okay? But you can share your struggles, open up. You might need help on something. You might need help writing a resume. You might need, I'm good at that type of stuff. You might need help with writing a game plan for next week's meeting. You might need help writing a a speech for motivation. Whatever you need, I got you. You just got to hit me up. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. When you subscribe, you'll be the first one to get the alert when one drops. And you can be on your way to a brand new life. Leave comments on a podcast. Let me know how I'm doing. Am I talking too fast? Talking too slow? I don't like your background music. I love your background music. Comments is what helped me be a better podcaster for you to understand my content to make your life better. All right. I'm not hard to find. I'm on IG all day, every day. It's James Watkins at 40 and Fit Life Coach. And if you're struggling today with thoughts of suicide, thoughts of harming yourself or others, or you just really struggle with mental health, call 988, which is a suicide prevention hotline. And as I always say, practice daily mindset rehabilitation. And that's what I'm doing soon to y'all. Peace.